Okay, Louis. I've only thought that uh, Satan was done Yeah. For him. That's a point. Done. Yes. That he, he decided already God and going to go against you. And his judgment is done. That's why I don't know. Uh, I'm, I don't. I don't know if you guys believe in conspiracy, but you normally hear about people like uh, you know Robert Johnson. Mm-hmm. These are people who they sold their soul to the devil already. Yeah. So with them, done. Yeah. Kind of worms again. Yeah. It's a whole discussion. Yeah, so I've always thought about that, but I'm, I'm not. I'm really blank. I don't know. Yeah. I think in Revelation there's a mention of he knows his time is coming or something of the sort. Maybe I'll look and confirm. I'm not sure. I don't see any heresy over here. Well, I, I think just for clarity. Yeah. This is a very random question. Yeah. So. We all understand the devil's position yes, yes. in the in the kingdom of God. We all understand that, uh, by the way, even hell do not belong to the devil. It was it was made for him. So this guy wants basically nothing. So yeah. I mean, for him it's a for him it's a it's a, it's a closed game. Yeah. But then I think the intention of this question was just to try and see how how far does the masses of God stretch? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. Um, if someone was to become a completely evil, can someone become so evil that God can can no longer redeem them? I think that was where we were really ah, trying okay. to, to drive into, yeah? yeah. So that, for example, um, if I get to heaven and I find Hitler, I should not be like, okay, God, I think this guy should be the head boy in hell. I mean, this guy should not be here for any reason. <laughs> what I may not understand is that probably a couple of seconds before Hitler yeah. passed, yeah. he said a repentance yeah. prayer. And God was like, oh my God, this guy has caught me at my word. There's yeah. nothing yeah. Like, yeah. But seriously, I think I think that's a given. God's mercy is is for you as long as you are in time, you exist in time. It's still there. Okay, repent at the very last moment in your deathbed. I think it's still there. There's no irredeemable person as long as they turn back to repentance. God will always have mercy on them. Uh, about God's mercy, uh, the book of Hosea. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I normally think and I, the way God he likened Hosea to his wife. Mm-hmm. What was the name? Gosh, over there the wife's name was a prostitute. Yeah. And actually when Hosea was in line to go and with other men waiting for a chance, yeah, it, it, it shows that God was is really merciful and he's willing to yeah. So that's how he, he his masses extend. That's what I think. Yeah. Yes, yes. He always pursues us. As long as we're in time, he'll always call us back to repentance yeah. and offer us his mercy. I guess something just to borrow from what he has just said is to know that there is nothing you can do that would make you irredeemable. It would make you would make God now decide, I would say, Siwangu. You know, it's still with repentance it's still take you back and show you mercy, demonstrate his mercy to you. So if the, if you're feeling down and you're feeling like you've really, really messed up, um, condemnation is not for them that are saved, them that are in Christ. Uh, God offers us his mercy. Actually, the Bible says, your mercies are new every morning. They mess up so much that I need to show them fresh mercy every morning. 
as uh, I think Oliver has something to say. Well, um, just in the interest of in the interest of keeping the conversation going, uh, from what Esther has said, I feel strongly that um, this should not be taken in the context of you know you just live a reckless life. And then on a deathbed, you can say your repentance yeah. prayer. I think yeah. that is also gambling with life. And uh, before you know it, you find yourself in hell, bro. Hey, you know, no one will be there to you. Know. Hey, there's a There's a story actually I had of a pastor lived his life for Christ completely. Last minute, just got tempted by a lady, someone slept with this chick. Yeah? So Asha commit adultery. Married. The guy was married. So Asha commit adultery. And then got into an accident. I got five. I don't know how people know knew this story, but <laughs> but I'm just saying. But you know, you never know when your day is. Like I could walk out of here. I'm not saying this, God forbid, because my life is meant to be long. I could walk out of here. I'm going to leave here. I'm could have been even a little bit, still repent, and just die. And you know, there are those instant deaths where there's no moment of repentance. They're not like, I'm in pain, I'm going, so I'm going to repent. You know, there's nothing like that. So I think when Paul says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling, I think that he may knew that, you know, at any point in time, God could take you, like death could meet you. And so it's not to incite fear also, uh, fear of heaven and hell. I think I, I personally believe that Christianity should be lived from a place of relationship with Christ and growing in that in that sense. So by the same breath, poor careful, let's live a holy life. Let's let's always try to live a holy life. Yes, me? There's something that has always been bothering me. Now, um you seen seen or um let's say I die today and uh no, no, God forbid you. And I had an altercation with Oliver, right? And I insulted him and they called him names, right? Mm-hmm. And someone else dies. I don't know, someone else. Mm-hmm. Person B. Mm-hmm. And him, he had murdered someone. Mm-hmm. And would God really touch us the same way? Or he has always bothered me. Yeah. So I don't know. If I die today uh-huh. and I've done a temporal sin, mm-hmm. temporal. Someone, yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, see that. Yeah. It's not really Zubo. Exactly. We take the same. I know God is just. Yeah. It doesn't just bother me. I think there's a standard. What you going to be? Like, do you know, Dr. Stakao, when I'm told to be able to be able those all those how many how many laws are they? Six hundred plus. Yes. Laws in the old testament. All of them. The Ten Commandments plus the rest. But God was my bad Your standard your holiness. So I think I think sin is sin. Sin is sin. They have different uh, repercussions. But the result is the same, which is death. The consequence of sin is death. Simple. I just remember the consequence of sexual sin is death. I just remember the consequence of killing someone is death. Is this the consequence of sin? 
is dead simply ikweni madanga nyamse still at stay before god ikweni may but one bob from my mother's past bob bob make difference squeeze what about you know anything <laughs> you know in our eyes it's so little and my mom would probably realize that she may chukua bob from her past but it's still seen before god and that's the standard it's almost unattainable it's at unattainable on our own it's unattainable but with the help of christ christ jesus with salvation we are now able to walk in righteousness and that's why paul says we are the righteousness of god in christ jesus not just on our own when we are in christ we become righteousness to him and so does anyone have anything to add? yeah yeah on the same note Uh, you all know uh, Robin Hood. Robin Hood, the, the, the stories of Robin Hood. Yeah. He used to steal from the rich and give the poor. Mm. What, what of that scenario? Steal from the rich, give to the poor. Yeah, steal from oh. the rich, give to the poor. Exactly. Even also Pablo. Uh, he used to build churches. You know? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I don't know what to think on that. Okay. So, Pablo appears to me as the guy who is sanitizing his is is ill game by taking it to church um that is that happens when you've uh, when you've established that uh, <laughs> there's a point in time when god is blind to your deeds and there's a point in time when god wakes up to your deeds which is really not true i mean god knows so the fact that i'm now building a church and yesterday i was murdering god has not forgotten that murder until i repent of the murder that i did god still accounts me a sinner The story of Robin Hood is a little bit interesting and uh, it's normally analyzed from an ethical perspective. So in ethics we say um, to analyze the wrongness or rightness of a matter you consider the object, you consider the intention and the circumstances. So if the object is wrong, the entire act becomes wrong. This is for example, this is the argument that is fronted when talking about uh, abortion, yeah? So If, if if a lady has been uh, examined and found medically unable to bear a child does that justify aborting a baby that's in her womb no because that child's life is in the hands of god this lady's life is also in the hands of god now robin hood what is doing is stealing now stealing cannot become right no matter the circumstances no matter the context if you're going to make if you're going to make um, if you're going to create gray areas and say well you know stealing from the rich is actually a good one then uh, now we really have to get to the to, to the serious matter of defining rich when you might perceive me as rich i might have burdens that i'm still taking care of i might still have things that i'm trying to take care of so i don't see myself as rich as you see me when you steal from me when i also have pressing matters you're, you're still stealing yeah so the only thing robin would could have done was you know to Talk to these guys, tell them, hey, why don't you come with a foundation to help yeah. these guys who are poor, but not stealing from yeah. them? Yeah. 